Hello and welcome to You Had Me at Martini. I'm Susan and I'm joined by my co-host Melissa. Hi everyone. And we are going to do, well no, let me back up. Who are we? We are two super young women who like to discuss issues. So that would mean we are baby boomers with our fingernails in touching the Gen X. So boom Xers. Is, our, is what we like to call ourselves. And um, we started this to have an activity in COVID, and that was like nine months ago, and we kind of like it. So we're doing it. Yeah, I think we said this last time. We've just had a good time, and, and we somehow just have kept going and had topics, and we've had some guests. We hope you've all oh. got to hear them. And, you know, we try to cover topics. So if you've got anything, we'll just plug it now, Susan. If you have yeah. any topics you'd like us to discuss, you can email it to us. At you had me at martini dot com dot at gmail at gmail. you had me at martini at gmail dot com. com yeah thank you or or you can DM us on our Instagram yeah. which just sounds so funny to me <laughs> it does it does send us a note something yeah um, but we'd love to we'd love to hear feedback so and I anyway. would like to plug our last episode I've had a few people say oh I don't know if I want to listen to it it's sad and it's about you know aging parents and everything. What I'm going to say to you is this, if you are in that situation or heading towards that situation um, and you feel like it's too sad, skip the first half, which is the emotional half. The second half has a lot of really great suggestions from people, um, which were things I've already been through, but things where I was like, "Ooh, God, I wish I'd known that. Um, It might be helpful to you. And um, I mean, I spoke to at least 10 to 15 people. Melissa spoke to a bunch of people. So we got a lot of good input. And I would say just fast forward till you get to that point because it's worth hearing. Yeah, I, I think I was surprised. It's it's reassuring, too, to hear that you're not the only one experiencing even the emotions. Yes. But there are a lot it of It validates that you it. aren't it's just a crazy or horrible person if you're right. frustrated or angry or you snap because it is really, really hard. Yeah, it is for sure. So I'm just coming off that train. So, um, yeah, looking at what she means by that is she just moved her parents, <laughs> not that they died. No, so no, be, no. Let's just clarify that. Um, so what we like to do is if we've done an intense, serious episode, we usually like to have a palate cleanser the next time. And this week is a palate cleanser. It is Binge Worthy Shows Volume 2 because we've done yeah. this once before. But let's face it, people, we are not living the same lives, even though we're post-pandemic-ish. It's not the same. There's lots more in TV in our lives, at least in mine. Yeah. So we thought, what, what better to talk about than what we've been binging? Yeah, or, and, and or weekly watching because Melissa and I have a couple of those that we yeah. look forward to when we have to wait on. It's crazy, right? Because that used to be like the old Grey's Anatomy and all those like shows like soap operas that we had to just wait for. But it's come so far with streaming entertainment, which is excellent, which is most of the stuff that we watch for the most part. Um, so it is kind of fun, but we can we can kick it off. We had some really good ones. So I'm sure many people have watched the same, but you can hear our hot takes on them and, uh, you know, Absolutely. or start watching them. Or yeah. Watch them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, let's see. I'll start off, Susan. Let's see. What was OK? Let's talk about this one and get it out of the way. OK. Um, sex life. OK. Just yeah. because. Okay. <laughs> Only because I know you despise it so much. It was, it was. We, we watched, well, we were together. Yes. We watched. We started watching a few episodes. It was cringy. It was just uncomfortable. And I don't know. I mean, TV is supposed to be entertaining and not that like I watch a lot of drama and whatever, Yeah, but this was like 
oh God, make this end. Yeah, it was very, and it was pretty psychologically disturbing, but not a, like a thriller in that way, just no. the whole premise of it. But um, I had seen it pop up on my Twitter or pop up, you know, people had been watching it and it basically the most porn that I've ever seen on even streaming television. I think it was on HBO or maybe it was on Netflix. I don't remember. And we didn't finish it. Let's just say that. And it's not anything I'm really that interested in finishing because I wasn't that interested because I think I'd seen enough of it, but it was just one of those real cringy for sure shows. Yeah. I mean, it's a woman who has like, quote unquote, the perfect life who, you know, starts craving her wild past and is sneaking around and cheating on her husband because she's just got to be lustful and whatever. And you're just kind of like, it's not, it's just kind of like, ugh. She right? wasn't, she wasn't cheating on her husband. I she was, she was just remembering to the times and the flashbacks were what was so lurid. But remember her husband went to that gym and saw the guy. That was read. her ex-boyfriend. That was her. Yeah, latest. but I, I thought she re hooked up with him. No, she didn't. She reached out to him because he had been reaching out to her. She, oh, it's just, it's kind okay. of. Okay, you can tell it was a long time, time ago. Yeah. I don't remember it. Whatever. Yeah, no. I didn't like it. And we so, don't need to spend. So let's just say thumbs down on that one. Yeah. Unless you like feeling uncomfortable and cringy. And then yeah. by all means, go for it. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to see full frontal um, man. Yeah, nudity because that we've never seen before. That was a big shocker. No, no, um, no. We did train wreck. Remember Amy Schumer? Oh, we yes. turned around. <laughs> that's right. That's You're right. just like, oh goodness. Yeah, there it that's is. How, that's how this. But yes, too. that's yeah. not. You know, there's a lot of full frontal with women, but men are. Yeah, yeah. You don't see not no. a lot. So if you like that kind of thing, mm, have yeah. at it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what I. <laughs> all right. So all right, I'll get. I'll. We can go back and forth. So yeah. I just finished Nine Perfect Strangers. And it's, it was, it's interesting. Um, it, I don't want to give too much away, but it's um, obviously nine strangers who go to this kind of wellness um, clinic resort type place that Nicole Kidman is this Russian woman who started this thing. Oh, great. And she basically microdoses them with LSD to help them all come, you know, get over their issues. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's just interesting. It's got, um, Melissa McCartney in it. Um, oh God, who else is in it? I'm, I'm, I'm having a complete brain moment of not functioning, but, um, but I like it. Does Nicole Kidman like look as she did in the other one that she creepy? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yes. But uh, and, yes. and like perfectly, the hair's per she's always like perfect. It's almost like always perfect right like she she I, I find I thought she was such a beautiful woman and I feel like she's done too much work so I find her kind of uncomfortable to look at sometimes yeah. because yeah. it's so manufactured right um right but, she I was mean her hair movie. isn't always perfect or anything like that but yes I mean she's got the glowy dress and she's yeah. got her fake Russian accent and all this stuff but it's interesting <laughs> because it unfolds and there are things that you don't expect that kind of come out of it and stuff it's just it's interesting and you know it's only nine episodes or eight episodes maybe it was eight so it's just you know but it was a good you know I thought I've got 45 minutes kind of thing like oh I'll pop that in right okay so tell me other so that's a Hulu and that's thing. on Hulu and I don't have Hulu so tell me about some of the other Hulu things so we could you know talk okay. about those okay you don't want to throw one of yours out no or you want me just okay other yeah. Hulu I'm looking down my list See if there's anything else on Hulu that I have on my list. 
No, okay. Maybe not. Um, oh, well, I have this, but I haven't seen it yet that someone recommended called This Way Up, and it's on Hulu. But I, that, I don't even remember what it was about. So there you go. Okay. All right. Okay. So we got that. All right. So let's go to ones. Let's do now um, a couple that you and I have overlapped on some of them. Okay. Right? okay. Um, billions. Okay. So that one, I for, you quit watching a couple I, of years I, ago. I, it just got to a point where, I don't know, I feel like they should have ended it and it just kept, they kept stretching the storyline out to the point where I was kind of over it. Yeah. And but I, the first like three seasons, I yeah. loved it. Right. And I stopped watching it and I went back because I'd seen season five started this year. And so I'd gone back to rewatch it so I could catch up and it's kind of intrigued me. So I don't know if it picked up. I think I quit watching it because it got so complicated. Like I couldn't follow the storylines of it, but what I'm enjoying about it now is the psychological depth of the people is really, it's amazing. It's like amazing TV and the writing and mm -hmm. there's a lot of shock value to it. They do that to throw it in there every once in a while, but um, I've enjoyed it again. Okay. again. Like succession. Like mm -hmm. to succession. Oh, succession. Um, October 17th, people, if you've been watching that, that show is such a shit show, but like it is good. Yeah. And you didn't, you st we watched that for a while together and then you stopped and I yeah, then you got it. me back into it. Yeah. The problem with it is that at some point during, you know, COVID when it was just, you know, nothing else to do, yeah. I would forget that I was watching things and, you know, yeah. I, and then I, I'd get on something else and then you'd be like, well, what did you think? Then I'm like, Oh, I forgot I was watching that. So it might yeah. have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. That was enough. That was one of them. Um, okay. Let's do talk about drive to survive. That's kind of a random one that. Okay. Both, I mean, yes. Did you watch it all? Not all of it. I okay, we Scott and I did. So and Melissa came to my house and felt guilty because she's like, oh, I don't want to bother Scott. My husband could give a shit. He's like, go have fun with your friends. So she brought it up and it's a Formula One Netflix series. And I'm thinking, okay, like uh, to me, I, I thought Formula One was like NASCAR and I, you know, which it is and it isn't. Yeah. It's like the Rolls Royce of NASCAR. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh God, but you know, trying to be nice. Scott's here. And we start watching it. And it's really kind of a soap opera because it's behind the scenes of Formula One. And what I didn't know is there are only 20 drivers and 10 teams, two drivers per team. It is very soap opera. There's a lot of people moving to different teams. If you don't score enough points, you can get dropped. Yeah. It is um, drama. You know, they're, they're, it's, they're all very tight community because it's so small. It's very glamorous. And you, you get into like the car design and the people. And I, I, love, I still love Danny. Yeah, I, know. I just love him so much. But yeah. you get, you know, where now Scott will be like, oh, Formula One's on. And not that I sit down and watch the cars going in circles. I'm not that interested. But I'll be like, well, who's winning? Well, who is it? Because uh -huh. you feel like you know them. It was really, we, there's three seasons so far. And Scott and I watched it all. And, and you get, I had no idea. I'm going to like... If I have to add anything to my bucket list, it's going to a Formula One race because they're I, all in yes. Europe and they're all like super sexy. Like everywhere you go, it's like people are like crazy about it. And mm -hmm. the locations are really cool and they make big parties out of the viewing. Oh, there's right? champagne and yes, yeah. my girlfriend, before I had watched this, I, it was a couple of years ago, said they were going to it. I want to say in um, Montreal. And I remember thinking, why are they like, why would she want to do that? And now, now it's like, I'm like, 
guy was talking to her husband like oh yeah we're gonna go there I'm like oh they're so lucky I know (laughs) it wasn't really it doesn't make me want to go see a NASCAR I'm I'm totally not there but this is this is a completely it's like it would be a fascinating thing for people watching yes it would just be a fun thing on your bucket list and I gotta tell you if you watch this season you understand it so much more and how intricate it is and everything they go through to train and it's it's a lot and it's a whole nother world it's like it was like they start training on like little cars when they're children yeah hoping to be one of these 20 drivers someday right yeah that one so that's a thumbs up people yeah that was just that was a and that's a good one to watch with a husband like you know there's a lot of shows that like I watched that like my husband wouldn't be interested in their, you know, for example, married at first sight. Like he's just yeah. like, dear God, I'll go do the bills. Like no interest. <laughs> and I find it fascinating because it's a social experiment and you watch what happens. Yeah. But this is something because it's cars, you yeah. know, guys like that, you know, sporty. Yeah. So, is, you know, it's, it's something sweet. for everyone. It's, it's got fast. a soap opera part for me and a car for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It really was. It was, it was a, it was a surprise sleeper that, um, um, my son Justin turned me on too, so mm-hmm. I have to take. Yeah, I gotta give him credit for that one. So, all right, that was a good one. Um, ha- now, hacks is another one. That we- I just started that yesterday. Yeah. I'm yeah. already on episode seven because my <laughs> life is that exciting. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. Jean Smart, I- didn't she win for that in the Emmys? She did, and she, she is was excellent. Yeah, and she was in Mayor of East Town. Yeah, the mom, is the complete opposite, like everything oh, character absolutely looks, isn't it amazing it is a mm-hmm. really really good show again it's got a lot behind it and the characters I mean that's what I it's think it's like so a comedy cool. drama right yeah would you Dark call comedy. it because like it's not heavy yeah. drama where you're like you know like a Grey's Anatomy kind of thing yeah but because she's a comedian so there's lightheartedness in that but then there's also the storyline you know that you follow soap opera drama yeah it's i think they the genre was dark comedy the way they call it oh, okay that comedy. makes sense yes yeah. okay and Let's i go think with that. and i think that the interesting part of of streaming tv like right these other shows as well as a little bit on network tv but streaming tv the character development is so great on so many shows right like you really get feeling and you can really get into there's a t- an mm-hmm. intense like development with it's it's cool and this is one of those shows too again like succession which is mm-hmm. like way out there shit show billions was the same but this one is just a different a whole different yeah again, a whole nother world who would have thought right so right that right. is a good one. That one we liked too. So um, let's see. What's in the, oh, you turned me on to this one. The other two. Oh, so I think funny. this, so, um, I think it's a sleeper. It's on HBO Max. Okay. And I yes. think, it's, yeah, I think um, it's like a sleeper. Molly Shannon. Yes. Is, is so the premise you guys is Molly Shannon's husband died. She's got two older children living in New York who, One's a star, you know, starving actor, actor, and one's, um, you know, she's kind of doesn't really, she bounces around, but she has not made it. And she has a younger son, significantly younger, who's like a Justin Bieberish, who who has one song on YouTube and gets discovered. And she goes to New York with him, and it's about his career. And then she gets picked up on a talk show, and like she becomes really famous. And then it's the other two, like the loser siblings, and it is. Oh my God. The it's episode, really funny. the episode with the two guys who quote unquote came out on her show. I don't want to ruin it. I 
sat in my by myself laughing my ass off because it was so clever and so funny. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, it's really well done. Again, this is another one. I think I said it was in HBO Max. It's it's just it, it it's kind of a sleeper. Like you wouldn't have expected it, right? No, I heard and- someone talking to Molly Shannon on like a talk show. And she was, and about something else she'd done. And then they said, oh, you showed the other two. I'm like, the other two? I've never yeah. heard of that. And then there it was. Yeah. So that was a good discovery. But, you know, she's making a little bit of her little second career, Molly Shannon, because she, yeah. she was in this. And of White course, Lotus. White Lotus. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was the mother in White Lotus. And she was not funny. She was She not- was a creep. She was a creep. <laughs> that whole show was a creep. So White Lotus is also cringy. Oh, it is very weird. Yeah. But it's kind of like a train wreck. You keep watching because you want to know what happens. There's one scene that Melissa hadn't seen, and I'm not going to say anything except what I said to her. I said, call me when you see the scene with the suitcase. That's all I'm going to say. Anyone watches it, you will, once you watch it, you will be like, oh my God. That's all I'm going to say. Unbelievable. So you just turned red. Just when I said that, you cover your face, you're like beat red because it's like shocking. Yeah, I have a great, I have a great little side story about that. I, um, I, I have a group chat with a couple of my ex work buddies, and one of them is in London. And, you know, he's just, he's very hilarious and always has something to say. But we were talking one day on our group chat about Ted Lasso and if he'd seen it and, and he, and very like, no, we're not interested in that here. You know, we have our soccer teams and like that show in London mm-hmm. or in England, I guess, is just, it wasn't of interest to him. He's like, no, I'm like, have you seen White Lotus? And he's like, no, haven't. And this is all our text group chat. And I'm like, wait till you see it. Two scenes never before seen on TV. And one night, the middle of the night, I'm getting the bings on my phone, text messages. And the next morning I'm up and I'm reading and him and his wife had watched it and he named the exact two scenes. What's the, the suitcase? What's the other scene? Just give me a buzzword. Um, remember when they were um, in their, his office? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Never. And he named it exactly. Yeah. And I just think that's, it's classic. So those yeah. are two scenes, but it is, it was, um, it's going to have a season two and a different, yeah. with different cast, different scenario, but it was also a pretty, you know, a buzzy, it was buzzy mm-hmm. all over and people were talking about it. So I, you know, it's kind of why I started watching. And it, it so. only had like, again, it's seven. none of these are like, was it seven? I thought it was six. Maybe. Good yeah. Point. I think it was six Good episodes, yeah. um, uh, HBO max. So again, it's like you, you, it's not like billions or one of these where you have to go back and watch yeah. the whole thing. Like this is one where you can just, you know. Watch it, people it get you either get pulled into it or you don't. Yeah, but there was amazing acting on that too, believe it or yes. not, right? Just everybody had a very specific role and man, did they nail it. So it was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, like the guy who played her husband, the, the oh. bride's husband. I've seen him so many things where he's so like, oh, I hated him. Yeah, you hate him. And it's I was great. like, he's a good actor because I hate him. Hated and I him. loved him on Grey's Anatomy. He was so sweet. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, not so anymore. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, you've got a couple that are network shows, actually, which is yeah, and, and none of these have really deep character development. They're just yeah. kind of like palate cleansers. So there was one that's had two seasons. I I don't know that it's coming back called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and she is a girl who, when she the premise is, is she goes in for is it CT scan? Is that the brain? Yeah, she goes in one of those machines. Whatever. Yeah, something happens, and all of a sudden in her real day, real life, like 
she hears people's what she calls heart songs. So she'll be sitting in a room and she'll look over at a guy and all of a sudden he bursts into song. He's talking about some love that broke his heart or whatever. And like, you know, no one else sees or hears it. So it's really kind of silly, but you know, it's kind of fun because it's just mindless entertainment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, that was on NBC. Yeah. That's and a then there's one. a new one that just came out um, called ordinary Joe. So they've only had two episodes also on NBC. And this one is um, kind of like, the road not taken. They show the first episode. They show this guy, Joe, obviously, at his high, his college graduation. And they kind of introduce the characters there. He meets a girl on the steps because he, he's late. So you know her. Then he runs into his best friend, sort of, you know, semi-hookup friend and whatever. So then you see the paths he, he could have taken. Like, does he, does he go with the girl that he met on the steps? Uh -huh. Does he go with the friend? Does he go with neither? Does he follow in his father's footstep, who was a cop who died at 9-11? Or does he become a musician, which, because he loves music, and each, in the episodes, they kind of bounce back and forth between the three paths he could have gone on. Okay. So, yeah, again, it's it, it's not super deep or whatever, but it's kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Another one I think we talked about before on our volume one was A Million Little Things. That's on ABC. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, I like it. Yeah. That was again, they developed them enough that you feel like, you know, the characters, it's yeah. not super intense, but it's got a nice little storyline, you know, if you're looking for something to entertain you. Yeah. Right. Um, and I will tell you one of the things, if I'm going to, I have exclamation points next to this, <clears throat> this is on Apple TV, the me you cannot see Oprah and Prince Harry produced this show on mental health. And it starts out with them talking and talking about, you know, his struggles, her struggles. But then they go on each episode. And I want to say there were six and they profile different disorders. And I mean, you really these people let you into their world and you really understand like the one that was so powerful was this girl who was actually um, an Olympic like medalist um, boxer and she is OCD. And they show her, you know, the washing her hands, brushing her teeth. Like if she doesn't get the soap to land exactly on a certain angle on her hand, how she just keep doing it and yeah. doing it, doing it. Yeah. And I mean, and you, she'll talk about it and then she lets you into her world. You see, you know, like she has millions of toothbrushes because she'll open it and she's like, this doesn't look right. It doesn't look clean. She'll go to the next one, the next one. And it's like, un, you know, so unbelievably stressful. And you think, oh, these poor people that have, that live like this. And it really does make you have a much greater understanding for different mental health issues and much more compassion. And mm -hmm. it's just, it's really well done. And I, I really, I, I don't know if enjoyed it is the right way to say, because it's, it's not enjoyable to see these people mm -hmm. suffer, but I felt like it was something, you know, that everyone should watch. I feel like kids, especially like when they're in middle school and they just are assholes to each other in high school, watch this show, mm -hmm. learn about what people struggle and stop, you know, and, and, you know, be compassionate. Well, there's certainly something to be said about documentaries, right? You just have to find a documentary. Not that this, it, it kind of, I guess, is along that line. But it's like, it's find, like a six part documentary. Yeah. Yes. You have to find a documentary. There's so much out there that's good. Well done documentary. Oh, you just have to find, so good. You just find something that you like or are interested or want to learn about. It's a great mm -hmm. way to get a really good, like understanding of something without mm -hmm. having to read or get too in depth. I, yeah. Know, yeah, it was, was real. I thought they did an excellent job. And, and let's know, be they honest, touched right? on his stuff. 
and Megan's stuff, but it wasn't just about them. It was sure. absolutely about so many other people, but then they would come back and he and Oprah would talk about it. And it, it just, it was, they did, they did it in a really, I, I liked how they did it. It was good. Well, honestly, like <clears throat> when does Oprah ever not do anything really well? Right. I mean, that's the bottom line. Well, like she does. She does. I, I haven't tried her cooking. At yeah, all. I know. <laughs> Maybe yeah, she's not a good cook. Yeah, she's probably not. And she doesn't. Yeah, that's probably true. as a chef, so she doesn't have, doesn't have to. Right. Well, that then that does um, a little bit. Didn't you were the love on the spectrum person too, right? Yes. And my show. daughter calls me up the other day after I had, she was living with me when I watched the first season, <laughs> but I guess she forgot about that. And she's like, oh, my God, I have a recommendation for you. Well, I'm like, um, yeah, I told you about that. But she said, <laughs> yeah. yep, there's a season two. And I guess she told me, and I haven't started it yet, that they bring back some of the cast from season one. Um, and again, that's when it's, it's delightful, it's charming, it's heartbreaking, but it gives you a real inside view of what it is to have a social disorder like autism and and be on that spectrum and want, you know, have the same wants and needs as everybody else, but have a much harder time getting there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I haven't watched that one yet, but there's a lot, you've watched a lot more than I have for no well, other reason. Other that's because I have a big, exciting life going on. You've been moving your parents. <laughs> I went, yeah. I, I went through all of that with my, with my parents. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I do have, well, I, I have, I can't get a pass on this one for sure. For sure. Uh, I have another one that's on TV on NBC that just started. Now I'm a big like law and order SVU law and order. Like I, I love all that stuff, but they said they have a new one, a law and order organized crime. But the thing about this one is like SVU and the regular law and order, like every episode is different. It's like, you know, it's a whole new story. So you don't, you don't have to know the last episode in order to watch the next episode. There's no overlap usually of the, whatever the crime is at the time. This one is more soap opera-ish. So you're kind of following this whole story unfolding and each episode kind of builds on it. So it's a different, it's different than how they normally do it. So I'm kind of liking that. That's good. Yeah. You do and like then, those. You like your crime stories. That's for sure. Yeah, I do. Murder mysteries. Yeah. I do. I, and I definitely have more. Do you have more before I keep talking? Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay. Morning show. The morning show yes, is another. Yes. I yeah. keep remembering. Yeah. I, ugh, I keep, I got to write that down. Yeah. That's one of those ones that. It's Jennifer Aniston, right? It is. And Reese Witherspoon together <clears throat> and Steve Carell was in it. And it's. It's, it's Netflix or what, what HBO, HBO, HBO okay. max actually. And I think it's, 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 um, oh no, I'm so sorry. That's Apple TV plus Apple TV. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Apple TV plus is morning show, okay. uh, which Ted's Ted Lasso is too, right? I yes. think it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so as is, is the it, uh, Oprah thing. Yeah. And it, oh, okay. And it comes out every week. So you have to kind of wait for it, but season two just started and it's nice because it's, it's going to tackle COVID and it's already been introduced. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it unplays, but I, um, I like it. It Are they I usually spot it, on with, I mean, will they bring up the real issues with yeah, COVID so. and anti-vax versus vax, mask versus mask, all of that? I, I'm sure it will happen. I'm not sure it'll go into vaccinations as I don't know that it's going to get, you know, that span of time mm -hmm. or whatever, but I think it was modeled after the Matt Lauer incident, right? Cause it deals with network TV and, um, sexual harassment stuff. So I think it was modeled after that. Mm -hmm. um, 
at least it seems very much like it season one but season two is just it's just great because jennifer aniston it's a really good cast so okay. that's the one that i'm um watching <clears throat> that's weekly that's easier to commit to kind of yeah okay yeah that's that it great. yeah that's it all right me. i got more yeah all right. Um, on Netflix, there's uh, they've had season one. I believe there's a season two that just started. I saw season one called Lupin, and it's um, about a, a thief. This kid um, whose dad, when he was young, had given him this book about this famous thief, and so he he grows up and he's you know being that thief kind of thing. And it's you know it's kind of like yeah, you know, like a dark comedy. Yeah, I mean it's it's light. But it's all like they're all like ooh Lupin, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. But it's you know but you understand them. How'd you hear about that one? I don't have any idea. I don't remember because I watched the first season quite a while ago, and then I heard some something about okay. the second season. I'm like, oh yeah, and, you know, I, my brain isn't always functioning. I'm yeah, no, that's like, kind of cool. That's it, because it's just so different. It's yeah, kind of different. Yeah, I exactly. Like and then I watched with my friend the Robert Fisher documentary, and that was on I want to say it was on Amazon Prime. And um, he is a music producer. And I mean, every song and every band, you were like, we, our generation knew it all. This guy is brilliant. And he like, it's just, it goes through his whole career. And, you know, they, they show all these different clips of him with all these other famous musicians and stuff. And um, like he discovered Robert Buble and Whitney Houston and Chicago. And I mean, it's just it was like two hours of going down memory lane and yet learning about this fascinating individuals. So that was a good, like that's one and cool. done. Yeah, that's cool. And then CNN has these special reports and, yeah. and um, the ones I've watched, there was one with Harry and Megan that was interesting. There was one on the insurrection that was interesting. And then they, their most recent one was on this whole Britney Spears situation. So again, those are, those are always a good one and done. If you're just like, I want to watch something, but I don't know that I want to commit to watching a new show that I have to mm -hmm. follow. Mm -hmm. Now I have found that most husbands like history. So when I'm trying to find something to watch with Scott, there's also history's greatest mysteries and they are enough like entertaining kind of like soap opera follow the story for me but they have enough like history for him so um what, what is that on is that on a network or is that on a show you uh, don't i'll have to look it up I, I, that's interesting history's great okay yeah that's cool. I, i'd have to look that up but that and then they have one like houdini's like... diaries was the most recent oh. they had one about um hitler they had one oh god i don't know it's good and then I just watched a CNN movie called The Lost Sons, which is a true story about this guy in 1964. His mom was in the hospital. Um, they had brought him in as an infant to her. The nurse comes in and says, oh, the doctor needs to examine the baby. And they never see the baby again because the woman wasn't the nurse. But then fast forward two years later, this child is found, now that was in Chicago. This child is found in like New York, left in a stroller. The irony of this is they're saying, it's left in this nice stroller and for about an hour, people are walking by and no one's worried about it because back then it was normal to leave your child in their nice stroller while you went and did your errands. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they're like, oh, that baby's been there a while. So then they're like, oh, maybe it's, they eventually after, they, it goes in foster care and they eventually realize, oh, this, uh, it looks to be the same age, blah, blah, maybe this is their baby. So then- these people raised this child and then he, you know, as an adult does a DNA test because he knows about the whole kidnapping story 
and then it's his journey. It's really, it was interesting, really interesting. So that was another good one. And one I taped, but I have not seen yet, um, is a CNN movie called The Price of Freedom. And it's, um, well, maybe it's doc- just documentary. It's probably a bad thing. It's about gun violence in America. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. very interested in it because I'm very anti-gun. Yeah. But I also know it's going to be a very intense thing. So I need to be in the right frame of mind to watch yeah. that. Yeah. But I feel like it's an interesting thing to yeah. watch. Um, Sometimes that, that's with, with all of this, right? I, you have to be in a mood. To yeah, light mood, heavy mood. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, just some of it's really intense. And I got some recommendations. One was Money Heist, which is, um, I guess it's Spanish, and it has a lot of political undertones. But um, one of Scott's friends said that he and his wife watched that together and that they really like that. Of course, I don't, because this just came to me this morning, I don't know what the um, network is. And then Squid Game, which I believe is on Netflix, is getting a ton of buzz. It's like the number one thing. But my understanding is that it's got a ton of very, very graphic violence. So I'm going to take a hard pass on that, but it's supposed to be excellent. Yeah, it's Korean. So here, here it is, Parasite was the movie. Oh, yeah. Remember I said, is it a spider? (laughs) No. And it won. And it was really pretty morbid and a lot of violence to it. And I think there's that that's the premise of this. It's like a Hunger Games of something else. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to take a pass on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then one that actually he also recommended, which now that I watch Drive to Survive, when I Googled, what is this about? I was like, oh, I might watch that. It's a Michael Schumacher documentary. And he was a seven time, uh, not NASCAR, um, seven time Formula One winner. Um, And it's a whole documentary about his life. And I thought, okay, you know what? Because now I feel like those are not my people, but, you know, I hang with them. You're um, one with the Formula One drivers, yeah. Yeah, so that yeah. was that was supposed to be excellent as well. So who that, did he drive for? Do you know who he drove for? Like, well, seven. Was... I mean, no, because I haven't watched the documentary. Yet. Oh, okay. Just curious if it's so, out here. Yeah, who he drove? For. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, so that's yeah, pretty much like, it. And then I'm always yeah. gonna push love at first sight because I just think it's so fascinating to watch and so entertaining. Love at first sight or married at first married, sight? Sorry, married at first yeah, sight. Married, married at first, first sight. sight. Okay. Yeah, um, because, you know, they meet at the altar and then you watch them go through <laughs> it all and you're just like, hmm. Yeah. You know, and my girlfriend who watches it in Denver will text after we watch it and I'm like, okay, these guys aren't going to make it. These guys aren't. But then like the next week, like there's a huge turn of events and you're like, okay, maybe they <laughs> are. It's just, yeah. you know. Yeah. And do you feel ever when you watch that, that it's kind of staged? Kind of like after watching The Housewives for a while, you're like, yeah. this." Well, is you like- know that the, they bring the cameras in. They're not with them all the time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, like I know other times I've interviewed people after the fact and they're like, yeah, she was completely different when the cameras were on than when the cameras were off. Mm-hmm. But they also have cameras in there that are watching like when they're not like on the camera. So they'll yes. show like a camera that's, you know, maybe it's motion activated, but it's like they're having a fight and like they're, they're behaving very badly. And you're yeah. like, Oh <laughs> shit. Do they realize that camera's there? So, you know, do they want their mom? And yeah. So it's like, that. sometimes it feels not staged, but you know that like they know the cameras are watching and it's very, they're very thoughtful about how they present themselves. And other times it's that camera in the corner in the kitchen or whatever, and they're going at it and you're like, Okay, now we, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, you know, yeah. 
fly on the wall. Love kind that. Of thing. You talk about that one all the time. I do really yeah. like yeah. it because I was a yeah. sociology major and a psychology minor. And this is, as they call it, a quote unquote social experiment. And I yeah. think it's really interesting. And the funny thing is in this season, there's this one couple, Gil and Mirla. And Mirla is like, like when he went to kiss her at the altar, like gave him his cheek. And she was like, no, no, like, I'm not kissing you. I don't know you. Blah, blah. And, and, and she's very like um, high maintenance. And so in the beginning, and he's like lovely. He's a firefighter. And he's so wonderful and warm. And you're like, this is not going to work. But because they've gone really slow, they're like, they're the number one couple right now for my friend and I, because they're really building a real relationship. Because yeah. she's like, no, 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 no. It has, I have, that has to come with feelings. She's like, you jump in all heads hot and heavy. And then, then afterwards you're like, oh, now what? So they're building this relationship and you can see that they're like really are liking each other. And they, but they, but like they've kissed, like kissed, like they haven't made out anything and they're a month in, but they live together and they're always together. And you're, you're just like, okay, like there's something to be said for this. Yeah. So, and the couple who like first night were like, you know, have it, like they have been a shit show. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have a lot Those of the- chemistry, but I don't know that they have anything else. Yes. That's kind of fun to watch too though, right? Separately. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's, there's five couples and you just, they yeah. bounce between them and you're like, hmm. So it's yeah. just, you know, it's like being a voyeur. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm a voyeur. <laughs> Let's watch that one. So, you know, right. pull down your shades, people. I might peek yeah. in the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that was, that's, it's always fun to talk to you and find out what it is you're watching. Cause you have so much stuff. And most of the time you turn me on to it. Cause like I said, I have to really be in the mood to get too involved in anything. So, well, kind of fun yeah, stuff. I'm in an apartment with two little dogs and no job right now. So I got a lot of time on my hands. So yeah. I'll like read a novel and then I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm over that for a while. I'll watch a show. And yeah, I, you know. Yeah, that's, I think that's how I go too, but it's been a little bit different. Well, yes, I'm not moving summer. with my parents, so yeah. we've spent that three months in hell. I, I did pass on that. Yeah, it has been. So, okay, well, all right, that's it. That's it. Listen, okay. Thank you everyone for joining us and, uh, yeah, if you have any topics for us, future topics, or you're interested in being a guest and talking about something that interests you, we'd love to, uh, We'd love to have Jan. And yes, future topics is we don't have one lined up for the next taping. So yes. please feel free <laughs> exactly. to let us know. Uh, that's right. Okay. All Thanks, right. Everyone. Thank Adios. You. Bye.